Welcome to Worldwide Wonderful Women, a podcast for your living in divine power when yours is diminished. A podcast where encouragers receive encouragement. We understand these are hard times. You may find that it is becoming more of a challenge for you to remain strong as you give of yourself continuously. That's why this is the place to join other women globally who face the same challenges as you. So join us regularly to receive biblical insight not to faint, but to stand strong. This is the podcast to be rejuvenated and revitalized. Now, let's join our host, Paula Harris. Blessings to you. This is episode number 159 of Worldwide Wonderful Women, and the title this episode is Isaiah and God, Part 4. This month we're going over Isaiah chapter 6, verses 1 to 13, and we're gleaning wisdom and insight from what has taken place with Isaiah and his vision in regards to God. We started out in verses 1 to 4, looking at the celestial. In verse 5, the confession. In verses 6 to 7, the consecration. Today, verse 8, we'll look at the call. And then next week, verses 9 to 13, the commission. So today we're focusing on verse 8, his call. And this is what verse 8 says. Also, I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send? And who will go for us? Then I said, Here am I, send me. Isaiah is no longer the same man that he was. He's been consecrated and forgiven of his sins that were just so obvious when he came into the presence of Jehovah God who is holy and pure. So then it goes on and it says, Also, I heard the voice of the Lord saying, With nothing hindering the fellowship between Isaiah and God, Isaiah is able to hear God's voice. Because remember, sin is a hindrance to having fellowship with God. God is light and there's no darkness in him. And when there's darkness or sin in our lives, it hinders the fellowship with God who is light and pure. Here we find out that he hears the voice of God. He hears God's call. And the same is true for us. When we have dealt with sin, we're able to come into the presence of the Lord and we can hear his voice more clearly. So no matter how small you might think it is, we need to make sure that we keep things clean and clear between us and God, that if we will confess and acknowledge and agree with him that our sin is wrong, he is faithful, he has promised that he will cleanse us, and then we're able to have that ability to fellowship with the holy God. So then it goes on again in this verse and it says, Whom shall I send and who will go for us? So look at this. The Christian believer, the Christian worker is sent. God says, whom shall I send? This is a divine call. God is calling for those to do his will. You do not call yourself into ministry. God calls you and appoints you to specific areas of ministry. So when someone appoints him or herself 
the divine call or enablement is not there. So when God sends a person, he always empowers and equips that person to be able to fulfill his will. So again, whom shall I send and who will go for us? Well, the question who will go doesn't mean that God didn't know and that he had only hoped that somebody would respond. Really, when you think about it, is there anything that God doesn't know? But God was asking for a person because God wants to reach the world and he wants to reach it through willing people. It isn't that God doesn't know. It is that God is waiting for a ready heart to submit themselves to God. He asked the question to give an opportunity for service. So Isaiah knew that the entire nation needed the same kind of awareness of God and cleansing of sin that he received. And so he responded that he would be willing to serve. Now, to tell you, I don't understand how a great, majestic, sovereign, powerful God would want to use any of us. But he does. There are times when he sends his angels that are messengers, but there are times when he wants human beings to carry out his will. And basically, that's his design, that we would be in fellowship with him and be like his ambassadors here on earth. God could have easily created robots to do his work or command just the angels to carry out his will. But God wants willing surrendered servants to fulfill his will and his plan here on earth. So if you've been waiting for God, believe me, it's not that you need to wait on God. No, he's waiting on you. He is waiting on you to be willing to totally surrender and not try to dictate what your will is over his, but to be willing to submit to God and to do his will here on earth. So then it goes on in this verse and it says, who will go for us? Well, the us is in reference to God, the Trinity, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. It makes me think about Genesis chapter 1 verse 26, where it states, then God said, let us make man in our image according to our likeness. So again, even in Genesis, it says, let us talking about the Trinity, make man in our image. So now we have Isaiah. He's a changed man. He has been cleansed from his sin. And he immediately responds, here am I, send me. It's as if he didn't hesitate. Now, remember, the hot coal was placed on his lips or his mouth. And we understand that what comes out of the mouth reveals the condition of the heart. His heart was cleansed and consecrated by God. And it's the same thing with us. God wants us to surrender so he can cleanse our heart and make it prepared and ready to do his will. Not what we think, but his will, which is the best thing for us. So Isaiah says, send me. He said that because he was responding out of a heart of gratitude for what God had done for him, and he wanted to serve God as a result of showing his gratitude. Is God calling you? Will you hear his voice and obey? Will you make excuses or reasons why you could not possibly do what he's asking of you? Well, God sees the beginning from the end. 
And the best thing that anyone can do is to obey and follow God. I trust that you are believing that when God calls you, he has a good plan for you and for the world that he is trying to reach. Well, join me again next week as we've already covered so much of Isaiah chapter 6. We've seen today the call and how Isaiah responded in faith. And I pray that if God is calling you, that you too will respond in faith today and say, Yes, Lord, here am I. Send me. Just remember to tune in next week. And in the meantime, smile. Jesus loves you. Thank you for listening to Worldwide Wonderful Women. We trust you enjoyed the program. Please take a moment to leave us a good rating and review on iTunes to help us continually encourage others around the globe. We also invite you to go to TWMforJesus.org. That's T-W-M, like in Mary, F-O-R-J-E-S-U-S dot O-R-G to download your free gift and see other resources to help you live in divine power. And oh, don't forget to tell your friends. Until next time, be strong and of good courage.